hello, my friends. And uh, anybody who happens to be listening to this inaugural episode of The Woke, I am your host, Eric Anthony Brown, and uh, I suppose I shall begin by expressing to you how I feel right now. Um, because how I feel about my country and everything that I see happening in the world, it's, it's complex and it's honestly, it's hard to articulate because there's so much that I want to say and there's so much that I see going on. And I mean, where do you start? How do you start? Well. I suppose that we shall start by explaining to you why I have no confidence in the American political system and why I will not be voting for any candidate who has announced their candidacy thus far. Because right now I I feel that, uh, I suppose if I could encapsulate how I feel, about everybody that's running and about every single party in this United States. The Republicans, the Democrats, the Libertarians, if you could call that a party. Um, some anarchy, chaos, uh, debating society, and full of incels <laughs> and angry young men who, uh, I don't know. Um, and folks who really don't believe in anything, but they believe they know everything. And then you have the Greens, and there's a few people there that just kind of get on my nerves when I see them, and I don't take them seriously. But it's the big two. The big two that we're talking about. Why, why do I, I hate both? Well, because it's, it's pretty simple, and it's very complicated. First of all, in America, our political discourse and our whole system of government has just devolved into this ideological shouting match. And it's not like that everywhere in the world. And I'm not saying that everywhere in the world uh, everybody has their stuff together. Um, I'm not saying that either, but there are parliamentary systems and uh, various forms of government, like Germany, for instance. I had the privilege and um, I had a, a great time living in Germany for a little while. And it is uh, it's very interesting. Um, you have to you have to live there to truly understand Germans, and, and I believe that is true. Actually, I know that's true everywhere. Uh, you cannot understand uh, your Spanish uh, brothers and sisters unless you live there. And not only do you you know you don't understand Spain, you got to live in different places. But there are certain characteristics that are true throughout the. Germanic uh, culture. They share a language, um, they share a history and an outlook, and they have a way of doing things. Um, there's a genius to Germany. There truly is. The little brains are filing cabinets. 
um, they they love to talk. Germans, and that is funny because this Germans have there's the stereotypical things that you see in your head when you think of Germany. Um, unfortunately, not all of it is good, um, and it's a pretty weighty legacy and history that they are trying their best to to get past. However, when you also think of the good things about Germans or the stereotypes, well, what, what do you think about? Well, they're efficient, yeah. Um, they they love paperwork. <laughs> they they make good cars. Um, they aren't known for their senses of humor, which is not a very fair stereotype because they have very um, good senses of humor. I mean, even their Chuck Norris jokes are funny. I don't know. There's certain things that I find very, um, I feel very comforting when I'm hanging around with my German friends because I feel like I have more in common with them in certain regards than I do my friends in America. Um, but. One thing that a lot of folks don't discuss is how often and how much things are discussed in Germany. They live to talk. Now here's an example I don't want to bring up uh, an unfortunate uh, tragedy in, in human history and there's more to Germany than World War II and that crazy maniac that brainwashed the country and, and, and almost destroyed the world. But for this illustration, it's a perfect example because in the bunker, at the end of World War II, I mean the very end when, when Hitler is trying to, to find out exactly where the Russians are, their total communication system is down, so they have folks in the, just calling up random Germans in the, the phone boat and just asking, you know, uh, you, see the, you see the Soviets, have they gotten there yet? And that's where, that's how they figured out where, um, where the Russians were and how long that they had. And at the very end, when every uh, topic of conversation was exhausted and there pretty much wasn't anything else to talk about, um, there still had to be a topic of conversation. So what was talked about, the best way to die, the most efficient way, and the most, the, the, the least painless and the quickest way to commit suicide. And that was the last topic of conversation for these particular folks, because Germans like to talk and Germans like to plan. And I, 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 I love it. I just, I just find it uh, just, just charming and just endearing and adorable how much uh, my friend, and maybe not all Germans are like this, but I, I think there's a, there's a, sometimes folks get stereotypes for certain reasons. You can see certain trends, you know, running through certain cultures and civilizations. And this particular one, these folks, they communicate and they, they just discuss and they plan and they, they discuss and they plan. And, and even if they are going across uh, town, let's say they're going 14 miles away to a friend's house and, uh, and we're going to have a little trip at the garden is what we used to call it and that's my friend Kai's uh, his family's little farm but anyway I mean that would just be so funny how 
uh, how much planning it took and the logistics and where we're going to get gas and what we're going to bring and you're going to bring that and then we're leaving. I mean, it's just, you got to be on time. You can't be late in Germany. It's almost like an insult. Uh, I went to a doctor and I mean, usually Germans are pretty friendly, but this doctor, he really was not very nice to me. And I was just like, yeah, this, the coldest, frostiest visit. And I was like, what is wrong with this dude? And it was an optometrist. And so I, and I asked him, uh, no, he asked me, he's like, well, do you wear a context or glasses? And I'm just like, both, which I do. <laughs> and anyway, I guess he, he was just not happy with me. So he wasn't trying to be reasonable. And he was like, you can't wear both. And I was like, uh, yeah, you can wear a contacts during the day. You come home at night, you take your contacts out and put your glasses on. And then he just sat there and he kind of, I guess he got more pissed off. But anyway, so I'm trying to figure out what's going on. I get home, I asked my, my girl at the time, you know, I told her and, and she deduced, because she's very smart, that uh, it was probably because I was a little bit late. And uh, I say all that to say this. Germans, they talk, but at the end of the day, a consensus is reached, a decision is made, and they all go for it. I mean, once it's good, once I mean, once it's all is good, I mean, it, everything is good, everybody understands what they're gonna do, where you're gonna be, what time are you gonna be there? Everybody gonna be on time? Yep, we're gonna be there, and we're all gonna do this, and they do it, and then, uh, then everybody gets strong. Um, in America, nothing gets done except for the work of the special interest groups. And who are the special interest groups? Well, uh, they have uh, some affiliation with the corporations. Yeah? And who, who owns the corporations? The banks owns the corporations. Um, take any corporation you can think of, the chances are there's a few banks that are going to have a controlling share in said corporation. Um, like Goldman Sachs, for one example. Um, that's a big one. Um, so who's running Goldman Sachs? Is it the CEO? And that's where we will end this conversation as far as right here. I'm not going to get into these particular folks. There's, a, there's an enemy that I don't... I cannot imagine uh, us defeating for a plethora of reasons. So there's no, there's no reason in trying to, you know, to, if you know anything about them. Um, and I do. Um, I can tell you. It's just weird how this life has worked out. Um, because I just so happen to be very close to this particular family. And I'm, I'm talking about, this is a, think of a family that's synonymous with wealth and money, okay? Now, out of that family, and there's, there's, like, there's a lot of families, yeah. Just for example, if you have the, the last name Martin, you encounter another Martin, you're not gonna be like, hey man, you know, you're not going, that Martin has nothing to do with you. Those are two different families. You might have some kind of relation if you go back, but if you go back far enough, everybody's related, right? So, you cannot, uh, just because somebody has a particular last name, you cannot assume that they are um, involved in any kind of um, clandestine enterprise or, uh, yeah, any kind of conspiracy or 
with the banking industry, uh, finance, military, industrial, contact, or intelligence community. You cannot make those assumptions because most folks don't have anything to do with that. But then, among this group of folks, among this family, there are those, and I don't say their names last, and it's not because I'm being superstitious, it's not like it's a Lord Voldemort thing either, I'm not afraid to say it, uh, I just don't say it for uh, a few reasons, um, but I, I allude, and that's okay, and um, I'm not breaking the rules by doing that. What rules are you talking about? Ah, the rules that you don't know about? The rules that we will not discuss? The rules that are not written? <laughs> Just the rules. I was engaged to a member of this family whose best friend was a member of this family who was engaged to a gentleman with the same last name as hers, except for a tiny little difference at the beginning of this particular name. There was a, uh, and I won't say, but it is like the nobility of this particular name. It's kind of like Von Kaiser. It's a little bit better than Kaiser. If you have a Von, uh, there's a good chance that you could be nobility because the nobles were Von Kaiser, you know. And it's, it's, it's the same in a few different cultures, right? But anyway, so this particular, um, my, my beautiful Andrea, who's no longer with us on this earth, breaks my heart, but it is what it is, those sorts of facts, and uh, neither is her best friend, and also my ex-girlfriend, and the woman that I, we plan on marrying if I hadn't met the one by the age of 40 years old, we were kind of joking, but we weren't kind, we weren't joking at the same time, and um, she, nobody knows where she is. The last person who had her phones is woman, Judy. Aunt Judy. Aunt Judy Rockefeller. Now I'll say that name all day long. Um, but yeah, Judy Rockefeller, the last person who and was answering for her, pretending to be a sorry, but to know who that is neither here or there. That I didn't say all that to say that I understand. So I was just like, wow, what kind of life is this? You cannot make this life up out of all the folks on earth what are the chances that I'm you know have such a close relation to these folks and these are the folks that are notorious among the folks that share their last name like, I don't really know too much about them I know who they are uh, I have nothing to do with them I'm involved in banking folks get a little annoyed. Fortunately, most folks don't know anything about the public in general. Really don't know too much about this particular family. Surprising. It truly is. It's like, oh, okay. That's good because I just assumed that they know everything. And we'll get a little quick disclosure. I also have a connection to this family and uh, that's how I was introduced to my dearly departed friends. Um... But if you are part of the family, or you, you, you share this burden of having this, this name um, that is so synonymous with everything 
<laughs> Shadowy and secret. And very notorious. Um, it's it's kind of well. I suppose it's a blessing and a curse. But with all of that said, I understand what's going on. But again, we cannot discuss that because there is no point. Let's say if I told you exactly who they are, like um, if I just told you, if I gave you names and addresses and say, hey, you wanna go fight the Virginia? I'll give you, go, go talk to this dude right here. See how that gets you. Get on his radar screen and see what's going on. All kind of weird things will start happening to you. You're gonna be like, what the heck? Um, what's going on? And yeah. Um, or you could just shut up, but it's not a Jewish thing. It's not Jews, it has like, you know, it's not Jews. <laughs> it's not even everybody who shares this last name. It's this particular family, a group of families. And they are working in league with other families who have names that you have heard of, like the Rockefellers. And so my Angel just happened to be a very weird and rare bird. She had a... Both family. She is Jewish on this side and she was Arab on this side. And she also happened to be, you know, a banker. And she got out of banking. She got into intelligence and she's working with the government and then she disappeared. She could be on assignment. She might be alive. Uh, kind of. I think it would be almost better if she wasn't, to be honest with you. But it does break my heart. Then I had a little nervous breakdown because of it. And we've gotten over it. But I. These folks are for real. And there's no way that anybody, and there's no, and the public isn't even worth it. Now I sound like an elitist, but it's the truth. Like, nobody in the public is going to rally around if, 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 if a good man comes out and tries to, you know, or tries to fight them, fight the powers that be, they are going to look back and they're going to be standing there alone. Um, there's a, they've got a lot of things going for them. First of all, human nature. Um, if you got enough money, it's like, maybe we won't give you this amount of money because we can't do that. Oh, we could do that. Actually, we could do whatever we want to. We own Switzerland and use it frequently. Um, but, again, there's no rules in Switzerland. If you, you could do a lot of things um, financially in Switzerland. Um, but you don't have to do that. Just imagine if somebody gave you, you know what a slush fund is? Yeah, somebody was just like, hey, dude. Or like um, in Limitless, where Robert De Niro is a character, you're going to be wanting some toys. So basically, he's like, here, here's a card. Bye. Whatever you want. Well, not whatever. Within reason, but hey, it depends on who you are. I mean, you could be in a position where you have something they want, or you could do something for them sign something and help them along and then those folks don't care it's like then listen dude there is literally nothing on earth that you could want that you cannot have like that hey if you want two yachts go out and buy them 
12th Studios. There are not a lot of folks in that position, but there are a few folks. And then there's some folks that have a fleet of planes at their disposal, so it really doesn't matter to them. What uh, they, they, when you're kind of rolling with them, you think of money in a very different way. And you know, so only can almost have a, it's almost easy to become a snob. Speaking of Bradley Cooper, <laughs> I was, uh, somebody said uh, how much Bradley Cooper was worth, and then somebody thought that that wasn't that much. And I was like, wow, man. Okay, that's a lot of money by anybody's standards. Seriously, once you get into the tens of millions of dollars, your worth, your net worth, it goes up into the nine digits, I mean, that's a lot of money. It's, uh, and so he's worth a lot of money. So to think that he's not, I mean, and it's kind of it's kind of a silly thing. Um, but uh, I have a friend, and I love I mean, My my love is just as spoiled as she could be, and she just doesn't live in the same reality as us. Um, but hey, like, what are you going to do? Um, these folks, you can't really. You can't fight them. There's no point. I wouldn't remember. I seriously, if like if if I was talking to my son and he was full of courage and and he's like, Dad, I really believe that we can do it. I'd be like, I love you so much, but don't, because the public's gonna let you down. And if you hear me talk about the public, I'm saying that in a um, in a way as if somebody who, if you're not one of us, then you are the public. And you get the blame for everything. And you deserve everything you get. Because you're too either dumb to see it, or you're too stupid to care. You know, and sometimes you're just like, well, actually, you kind of are making a point. Seriously. They'd be like, fuck the public. Um, and that's how they feel. Well, yeah, anyway. I'm not, in, I'm not on the inside. I'm nowhere close to the inside. Far outside as you can be, right? But there's a part of me that, yeah, I, they happen to be my favorite folks to talk to. We all love to pass mode. I could tell you about the things they put me through, the pain I've been subjected to, but the Lord Himself would blush. The countless feasts lay at my feet. Forbidden food for me to eat or I think your pulse would start to rush I'm not looking for absolution or Forgiveness for the things I do But before we talk of any repentance Try walking in my shoes Try walking in my shoes You'd stumble in my footsteps you keep the same appointments I kept if you tried walking in my shoes. Um, yeah, for some folks, that song resonates on a very deep level. Um, and then, yeah, when you get to the point where you've got folks that are actually trying to be courageous 
and like the, the three people who are stupid enough to try to attack now you can say whatever you want to say about them they they don't know they don't i mean well it would be a good idea but don't get on their radar just leave them alone that's the best advice i can give you for a few reasons that i'm not going to discuss they can hit you in ways that you just cannot comprehend seriously just leave them alone they ain't going anywhere um it is what it is <laughs> they're here to stay you abolish the fed you still got the the bank of international settlements to deal with and that's the central bank of central banks and that's in switzerland and uh yeah i mean i mean it pretty much if we abolish the fed everything would just collapse anyway but at the end of the day the grass would grow the sun will still shine We'll grow our own food, garden, I don't care. These are numbers on the screen. And to be honest with you, <clears throat> yeah, they don't need these big fortunes. All of these vast fortunes should disappear. But they're not going to, and it is what it is. So what can we do as Americans? Well, if we work from the premise that these folks are here, these folks are the root of the problem, <laughs> and they ain't going anywhere. Um, so what can we do? Is it hopeless? No. We can make things better for the middle class. Because the reason why we pay so much in healthcare in America is because oh, they were going to charge us as much as they freaking can. They will charge you for the air that you breathe if, if they could. How much is a band-aid? Hey, six dollars. Six dollars? Yeah. You could buy a whole box of band-aids for like three dollars at Walmart. Why is this uh, six dollars? Well, because what? So we can have the best healthcare system on earth? No, because it's a racket or medicines. They can charge you whatever they want. Medicine. They find out that this this drug has been on been on the books and been in been on the market for years. It's actually effective. Uh, treating X, Y, or Z. All of a sudden, that drug price goes up like seven thousand percent, and there's nothing that you can't you can't do anything about it. Hopefully, you have a insurance, and if and you can pay for it. Now, with the Republicans, they don't care. They have no idea. They don't have a plan. All they want to do is just abolish Obamacare. That's as far as their thinking goes. You hear a little bit of rigmarole, a few folks that actually know a little thing about uh, one or two things, or talk about um, they want to uh, cross state lines so you can purchase your insurance and, uh, and increase competition and that brings the prices down and blah, 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 blah. Um, but they don't have anything. And John McCain did the Republicans a favor because had they not, had he not gave the thumbs down and they would have abolished it. What would they have done? Nothing. They would have looked stupid. And he, he saved it. And, and Trump is blaming him forever. Like, you know, we could have abolished Obamacare. But Trump is not a very deep thinking man. He does not think ahead. And if, he, if I'm sorry if that bothers you. Um, we're just going to have to agree to disagree whether he's intelligent. And if Trump is smart, then I'm not smart, and I don't care. And if you think Trump is smart, I don't care if you think I'm smart. Um, seriously, 
that, dude, you write down what he says, he does not speak in coherent, intelligent sentences. His, he, his brain is in a different place, and he has some, has some cognitive decline. You can see it clear as day, like a neon barn in the middle of the desert. He is not as articulate as he was in the 80s, when he was talking about uh, Larry King, and he told him his breath was just terrible. It's like, wow, man, you just said that because he's an asshole. Um, maybe it was true. It's just like, shut up about a Don, but Don keeps it real. Unless it's being kept real on him, and then Trump will thin skin and gets an attitude. And I'm sorry, if the, if the truth about Trump pisses you off and makes you hate me, or if you judge my character or the content of my character based on my opinion, or my, my estimation of this man's intelligence, then man, then boo you, go somewhere else, I don't care. But if you want to get down and be like, hey man, the Republicans don't care about you, and the Democrats don't care about you. What? Yeah, the Democrats are like, we were right here with the Trump thing, but oh dude, let me jump into some Democrats. First of all, you guys don't care, but you, you guys, you guys don't live in the real world, but it's in a different way that these guys don't. These guys are part of the Trump cult, and before Trump, they just believed in, you know, cutting taxes was just a solution for everything. They don't care. They give, you know, the, 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 as long as the folks up top are doing all right, everything will trickle down to you. And But they know a little thing about business, and they understand regulations are bad. And um, they also live in the real world when it comes to money. And that's where the Democrats, they just fail us. Um, I don't mind universal health care. But how are we going to pay these crazily, artificially inflated, criminally obscene prices? Seriously, man, okay? And what if you went to the grocery store with an EBT card and you bought an apple for $15? Would you buy, would you continue to buy, well, well I mean, but the good thing is the government's paying for it, right? No, you're paying for it. And you're paying way too much for it. So let's get the cost down. But that's when you get some of the conservatives and especially the libertarians who are blindly ideological, hell-bent, and opposed to anything that could be perceived as regulation or government interference. And some of those Bamas, they don't want to get, they want to get power just so they can abolish the damn government and they aren't going to get elected. Taxation is theft is a favorite mantra of those folks. It's a mantra that will never gain traction and every advanced, or every, even the, even the from pretty much from the farm, from the farm age, the pre-Neolithic uh, <laughs> Greece, <laughs> from, from there, pretty much, yeah, as soon as Greece started to become their thing, because they started farming, right? And then they went and they spread throughout like the, the lower Italy and they spread it there and they started, you know, and they became powerful because they started farming, they were domesticating animals, um, they, the way that they were building their houses and their, of course, um, their, their innovations, military. Yeah, they became powerful uh, and they were on that road to the empire that they became, okay? Since then, every single civilization has had some form of taxation. So if you say you know, tax, all taxation and stuff, yes, it's theft, especially when they throw it away on nothing. You know, it's just like, hey, if, I, if you're going to tax me, at least spend it on something that uh, doesn't piss me off. Um, 
and in California, uh, a player, uh, uh, and a living in the KK market too. All right, this is a joke, but it's kind of, but it is it's too much of it's true. An illegal immigrant will walk into a Taco Bell with an EBT card and, and buy a taco that is 15 times more expensive than what they can make at home and it does not taste as good. And that's courtesy of you. And, then, and so, so, and it is kind of true because there was a, uh, when I was in, living in LA, the Spanish couple had this fight and they were fighting in Spanish the whole time. And anyway, you hear this door just BAM! Right? And then she yells in English, and give me back my EBT card! And I, and, and now, I was just in shock. I, was, I could not believe my friends, my 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 more liberal Lala friends, they aren't they aren't looking at it from my conservative form of Republican viewpoint. I'm just like, are you kidding me? Okay, that dude has. Okay, I know that dude's not from America. And maybe maybe he's a no, no, he's not, he's not. Cause I yeah, I talked to her. <laughs> that dude is unregistered, right? What is he doing with her EBT card? And and can he go to Taco Bell? Yeah, he can buy. He can order a pizza at Papa John's. Um, the California spends so much money and so much money is wasted because, you know, and it's all from a heart place. And that's cool. I want everybody to have health care. Everybody should be able to afford college and every single talking point and uh, just blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I want universal health care. Everybody should have health care, too. However, if, if we're handing me a price tag of it, and it's gonna cost twenty-two trillion dollars. It's like, huh? Okay, you guys aren't being, you guys, I can't take that seriously. Or you have like, you know, I'm sorry, Senator Sanders, but he's talking about raising the income taxes on the wealthy to 70%. And let's say, fine, if you're talking about the extreme, you wanna do that, fine. Just don't say it. Keep it to yourself. Don't say that. Don't give, you know, the, the propaganda machine just spin. Or you can if you want to lose the election. Um, when the moderator asks you if you believe that, uh, that uh, unregistered uh, residents or whatever PC term you want to call them, if you believe illegal immigrants should get free health care, and everybody raises their hand, everybody on that stage. I was like, wow, if I was on that stage, yeah, I'd be the only one with my hand not raised. And then they would they ask me why, and then I would tell them. And yeah, they probably would have booed me. But yeah, there's a lot of people in middle America that be like clapping their hands because it's freaking retarded. Okay, and even if that was your plan, Democrats, then sh shut up about it. Don't be stupid. Okay? And I'm not saying it's a good, no, I think it's a stupid idea. Okay, but let's just say if you were helping on doing something stupid, just just keep it quiet. Now you're not going to win any elections. You might lose to Trump because you guys don't have a plan either. And there's I keep hearing one bad idea after another dumb idea come after the out of the Democratic Party. You take minimum wage. That that's their blanket prescription for giving everybody raising out of everybody out of poverty. And there's there's a plethora of reasons. Not and it's not saying that I want people and people. I know a lot of folks because it's like oh come on. It's like, no, just think about it, guys, okay? Think about if you were a business owner, your payroll went up $4,000. And 
or say, you know, yesterday you were paying your supervisor $13 an hour, but now everybody in, in, in your restaurant um, uh, or your convenience store or your all these different businesses all across the country that uh, they might have five employees, uh, a manager, two assistant managers, and they can't afford to, to pay everybody. And then let's say you do pay everybody $15 an hour. Are you going to pay your supervisor more now? Because he was making $13 an hour, and now everybody's making $15 an hour. If he's not making $15 an hour, if he is making $15 an hour, uh, that's not fair. And uh, that's all kind of like socialism. Kind of. It's too close to socialism to work. Uh, and there's a few things. $15 will get you a lot farther in Kansas, or Wichita, than it would in New York and California. And $15 minimum wage might kind of work in a metropolitan place in Seattle. But even um, the, the talk of it would spook the market so bad the economy would collapse and the Democrats would get the blame for it. So yes, it needs to be raised. But if we start off paying a teacher $34,000 and his little homie can, you know, her student can drop out and get a job slinging... Uh, Hamburgers and making $30,000 a year, $4,000 less than what he's made. Come on, really. Um, but we need a whole new system of education and everything. But we need common sense. And I'm going to wrap up this first inaugural episode of The Woke with an appeal to common sense. I don't pretend to know all the answers. And I don't want to know all the answers. I wouldn't want to know all the answers if I if that was an option. Because I love learning. And you learn so much by learning. And, and, and we're not supposed to know everything. No, no, no one party has all the answers. And pretty much all the parties have no answers. We have talking points. We, like the Germans, they'll sit there and they'll discuss. They decided they wanted to get rid of nuclear energy after they saw what happened. Japan, um, they could not take that risk of having a meltdown, um, so they decided to come off. Of they discussed it. They and they they a consensus was formed, and they went ahead with that action. And of course, some folks. didn't agree with it. Some folks were happy, but some progress was made um, and the decision was made and they went forward. In America, that doesn't happen. They, we, we just talk, 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 nothing gets done except for the work of the corporations who have various special interests because they buy the politicians and these corporations are owned by the banks the banks uh, own, own the country. At the center of every city, you will see the, the biggest buildings will be the banks. It'll be Bank of America. Yeah, Chase and I, and you know, you know the deal. But let's just start with these simple solutions. First of all, if we can fix health care, get the prices down with cost controls. We should not be paying any more for insulin 
in America than they pay for France. Especially since the same company makes it. And the company has a monopoly, you know, there are three companies. And each one of them has a monopoly of the entire country. And for some reason, the folks that supply America uh, just feels that we need to pay. $400. While these people over here are paying $60, $70, So get the prices down. Stop spending so much on our damn military. Um, we can actually budget. Balance the budget. We can have a war on waste. I think bringing efficiency experts in from Germany. Um, go to war on, on, on everything that's inefficient and um, that we overspend. Uh, just cut everything. Get everything as lean as we possibly can. A penny saved is a penny earned. Cut the waves, the, the pork, everything. So save money that way. Save money, we can cut the military budget by about $250 billion a year. Um, and we wouldn't be made any less safe, honestly. Because it was $500 billion a year a few years ago. And now it's like we'll approach $750 billion. Um, $300 billion of dollars goes straight to corporations. Um, and they get subsidies and all kinds of stuff, and it's just not fair, and the middle class is getting screwed. If you're in the, the, the poor and the, the, you get taken care of, there are safety nets. And it sucks being poor, but at least you're not up at night worrying about how you're going to afford to, uh, to insure your entire family. Because if your premiums go up anymore, it's going to cost more than the mortgage on your house. So you're going to have to take a second mortgage just to pay um, for the premiums. And God forbid you have to use the U.S. healthcare system. You have to be so unfortunate to use this the, 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 the services that you pay every month to come to, to, to your rescue in case of something un unforeseen should happen and then you you know you come out way feeling like you just got punked in the bonbon and it wasn't a good feeling and everybody who uses this system knows it and we're the only folks on earth to deal with this bullshit and we're going to keep dealing with it and speaking of intelligence we have to talk about intelligence we have to to speak about it because it's intelligent if no no other reason because it's the intelligent thing to do so um so as, as we we go along i i just want to make it clear just a few just a, a preface before before we get into um, everything that i need to talk about um i don't know how anybody is going to react in this um, in, in, in this particular co the community but all I'm saying is whatever whatever you do or however you um, decide to 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 re react or, or, or think about retaliating before you think otherwise of course um, I know I'm out of the the IC. I know that. I don't need to um, to be told that. At the same, so, so you know, I, we we have that clear. So, but it's I mean, just it's just intelligence, you know. Um, 
we just we have to also stay in reality because uh, this is an intelligent community. If I am out, of course, because I was never in, <laughs> so the rules don't apply to me. <laughs> Therefore, <laughs> and even if they did, man, come on, dude. It's just let's just live in the real world and just and just say what's up. And time's up, and uh, I, I've seen enough. And if for, for no other reason, for my my mental health and my sanity, I have just I have just got to just got to just speak my mind. And uh, and uh, the intelligence community, um, most of the good folks in the intelligence community, I believe, and I could be wrong, but I believe. Hope I'm not delusional, but I believe that they're behind me with all of their heart. And if they aren't. They, they will be in time when they understand what I'm doing and because then it will all make sense because right now of course I would believe them who knows what to believe you don't know I don't know nobody knows me in, 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 inside of this you know nobody understands this as far as this work this role that I have just because God just placed me in this particular time and place um, and uh, and Mr. President, you, you, you're talking about, uh, they spy on you. It's not just about you, okay? Come on, wake up. Let's come into the 21st century, brother. They, they spy on everybody. Okay? So stop being selfish. It's, it's just not about you. So, I, I say this. To say, please, just just don't make a thing about a thing. And my friends and the, the my friends, the journalist, I just happen to be. Um, you guys are just m my friends, and you don't kick me out of the community, even though technically I'm not a part of the community, like those Russian bitches. <laughs> those fake that just broke into the Facebook network, and it was an honor if you were. And her friend list is friends list because she was friends with producers, everybody, just just everybody. Because supposedly she was just a hot bitch from Politico to walk with. And I say this, uh, actually, I'm not explaining mine. Yeah, anyway, this hot this this hot bitch from Politico, right? And so, anywho, she 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 just has, uh, and I'm and I was just, I saw her like, who is she? Who is she? Okay, um, and then I'm looking at, and it's something was just off from the get go. And like me and uh, my friend David, we were just on it. But for some, some just didn't sit quite right from the get with her, and just didn't add up. And uh, and then of course this is a um, a journalistic uh, investigative community. Um, so I guess they Sunday were talking there like uh, somebody was like who about that that new bit? But and they're like we don't we I don't know who she is. And like, and the word got around Politico that nobody knew who this girl was, right? And so anyway, um, that did, and then I was, and then, and then I was just, it was funny because I, I, I dimed out the other one. I was like, take her friend with her because there was another girl, and I was like, this girl is too, and they turned out to be from Russia. Um, they tried to network their way. I don't know why they, how, why that just, that just didn't work out right. And I guess, because uh, journalists are smart. Um, every journalist I know is smarter than you. Okay, that, that's just, I'm sorry. If I took a lie detector test, that would ring true. I'm not trying to smear you or to tell a lie. Uh, I tell the truth. 
I try to tell the truth. Sometimes um, I, I, I feel like it's, uh, it, it doesn't benefit me to tell the truth. But sometimes I have the, I have the courage to tell the truth, even though I know that's it's gonna, because uh, you just, you, you might make, you might, or you'll see, you'll make a lifelong friend if you defend somebody who um, is being wrong, even though you piss these people off, and that happened to me recently, but I had to speak up, it like, it's not his fault, it had nothing to do, don't, don't place the, no, no, I'm not gonna let him, you know, fine, if, if it's his fault, then it's my fault too, and then it's all our fault, you know, it wasn't him. So, um, and, and so, uh, but this guy is just like, now me and him are the cool, and so, and I, and I defended him another time, because it's just cool, just, I, I like the, and if nothing else, he's a, the other black dude that, and that I just like when we, and he's got his, his shit together, like, uh, and we're, we're gonna be, um, in partnership together, we're already talking about it now, um, and uh, I have every, the, the dude studies, and he's getting his home inspecting license, he knows that, he, he just studies it. Um, and he's starting his own business, and uh, and I he he's gonna be his own boss, and he's just got a plan, and he's he's got a guy mentoring him, and um, people like him. He works hard. Um, he's my brother, so we got closer. Um, but they, then I pissed off the like it's three. I everybody um, that else likes me. I, I I just have like three enemies, and <laughs> they just want to bring me down, and it's annoying because uh, just when people mess with your paper. Um, too at the same time. All right, that that's it's. I can't take that as per. I, I take that very personally, because you're trying to don't 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 try to sabotage me. Uh, don't because I, I I can do it back. I'm not a, a, a stranger to the the corporate shenanigans or the things that happen in the workplace. I can go do get nasty too. I'm I don't want to because I don't want to feed into that energy. But I'm trying not to. But I am human too, and I need to be loved, man. Just like everybody else does. <laughs> Anywho. Um, yeah, just don't make a thing. My journalist friends, please just don't, 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 don't look too far into, you know, some of the, the stuff that I was talking about. Just leave it alone for your sake, if nothing else. For me, I don't care at this point. Okay, I think I'm fine. Okay, I've, the, the more people are for me than against me, and I'm, I'm strong, and it's just inevitable. Okay, it defies my intelligence, and I'm just the fact that anybody who knows anything can't say anything legally. So they like whatever happens, whatever is wrong, they can't do anything about it. Um, but now this bozo comes along, and we can at least agree that this this dude ain't the the one. And we're trying to explain to other countries, and uh, and the Russians know exactly everything, and we know, we know, everybody knows. We have psychological evaluations of Trump, and you don't need a psychological evaluation. You don't need a PhD. Um, you don't, you don't need a lot of a lot of smarts to know a man is sick. You know, you don't need to be a doctor to to to, to know that something ain't right. And, and if and if I can know that, and the the most the, the people in the world know that, just because you're a little religious cult, <laughs> you know, doesn't believe in that, and thinks Jesus is coming back tomorrow to to rescue the world, so we don't need to worry about the climate, because the God's gonna destroy the earth anyway, and you, everybody's gonna be praising God with him, and Donald Trump's gonna be sitting on the right side of God beside Jesus, supposedly according to Pat Robertson. Mm mm mm. Wish I could knock him out for just saying that. He's an old man. I'm sorry, Pat. But that was a little over the line. Um, with that said, about the, 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 let's talk about the NSA and the wiretapping Trump, man. I, they wiretapped you. Well, 
but um, I, oh, I, I forgive me if, if, if I don't think he's smarter than me. And I don't think he's running this country well. And I don't think the Democrats have a plan either. And they might lose to him. We cannot afford another four years of Donald Trump. But here's the thing. It's not just you, Mr. President. They're spying on everybody. They're spying on me. But they're not spying on Trump Tower. You think they care about the landlines in Trump Tower? We have these things called cell phones. Uh, they can turn them on. You don't know. You're, now your TV can look at you. Um, and there's other things that you just don't know about. There's things that the folks at NSA don't know about. You have no idea. The only folks I think that knows just the, 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 the reaches of our surveillance technology, the news pretty much what everything that we're capable are our friends in Russia and I don't know um, I don't believe they caught up to us within four light years but they're making progress and they also can hit us in ways they're doing I mean they can steal whatever we uh, they just uh, they, uh, here's the thing um, we've got to be honest with ourselves and realize that we are allowing ourselves to be kept in bondage. And unless we think that these people are smarter than us, are better than us, and should control most of the money, and rule over your sons and your grandchildren, and own the country that our forefathers founded, and destroy the great American experiment, then you will stand up and you will choose to do something. And what can you do? I will tell you what you can do. You can write in my name for president of the United States in the election. I'll be the writing candidate. I'm not gonna try to get on the ballot. And even, um, even with the benefit of hindsight, had I known that I might be running for president two years ago, I wouldn't have wasted time trying to get on the ballot. But what I want to do, what I long to do, <laughs> is to get on that debate stage. So, that that might be a uh, that might be a goal that uh, could be attainable, and might be an interesting display of courage and cowardice. We'll see. I'd love to get on the stage with Trump. I don't know what, I mean, it'd be like, be like meeting Charlie Zelenoff in the steel cage. The, uh, you can't run, and you can't hide. I'm gonna find you and me. Oh man, cause I would, uh, I don't know what he would do. Uh, he better be able to, let's keep it as respectful as we can. Cause he has that philosophy. You hit me, I'm gonna hit you back 10 times harder. And they like, fine, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, I'll adopt that same philosophy with you. I just, I'm, I just happen to be a black dude and my A-game is a little bit tighter than yours. So I'm just like, let's see, we can keep it respectful and have an honest conversation about what we can do. But the minute you throw a cheap shot at me, we're going to have some fun. Because as tough as if you think you are, yeah, and I think you have the heart of Charlie Zaffanoff. 
at the heart of a shrimp, <laughs> the brain of a starfish. That makes me laugh, if you know anything about starfish and a shrimp, but... Uh, <laughs> not like the, the brain of a starfish, because starfish don't have brains, but... Um, but I, I, I don't think that you are as smart as you pretend to believe, and honestly, I don't think that you're smarter than me. I imagine you're going to tell me that I'm not intelligent, if I can, if I understand your psychology, um, which I believe I do, because all I, we do is just stay, just transfixed to every single word and cough that comes out of you because you are leader of the free world and you are holding us hostage. And, um, and I'm just, I'm just ready to just be, uh, to, to be past you. No, no offense. Uh, this isn't about you. This is about uh, the future and the planet. And I don't think you're good for this world. You know, if nothing else, you're too polarizing. You're not very self-aware. You're lazy as the day is long. And it's intellectual laziness. Just no, no bounds. Uh, I don't think you've read a thing that didn't have your name or wasn't about you. And that's the only thing you read about. Because that's the only thing you care about. But I do not care what CNN or Maria Cardona says about me or thinks about me. I like her. I think she's great. I think Mr. Weaver is a lucky man. Her children are adorable. I think she's smart. Uh, I don't agree with everything she says, like, politically, and I don't agree with everything that anybody says. However, I'm not going to get my feelings hurt if she doesn't agree with everything that I say. I don't live in a reality where I can't be wrong. And I pray that you tell me that I'm wrong if I am, am in fact wrong. I'm a big, strong dude, and I can take it. I'm tough like a freaking tiger tank. A panza. Just tough, dude. Get that hoop steel. Uh, and, and it would be fun. And I would love to get Charlie in a steel cage, too. I don't know if you know about some Charlie Z, but look him up. Charlie Zelenoff. Zelenoff. Yeah, Zelenoff. But, um, I don't know. I've just been delving into his videos. I'm just trying to understand and get my brain around his pathology, because that brother makes Trump look self-aware. And if you can believe that, as hard as that is to believe, Trump is still kind of, there's a little, there's a, a tether. It, it, it's, it's like the, 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 the thickness of a, a spider web, but he is tethered to reality by a, a, a thin little string. But Charlie is just in his own mind. He's the GOAT. The greatest fighter of all time. And, and yeah, he is. He's, he is fast. And nobody can catch him. Because the man rocks. <laughs> as soon as somebody stands up to him. Because he does not have the champion's heart. He's a coward. And he's a bully. And he's cheap. He, he, he's dirty. And, uh, but he runs away. And then, and then as soon as he gets away, then he's talking shit. He loses a fight. Uh, and, and then he comes back and he says he won. Um, you guys have some things in common. Um, you aren't as delusional as him. But you guys think you both are perfection. And you're not. 
and may, because you're, you're, you're not, and you think that you are, you like to pretend that you are. And we just don't have time to indulge your, your, your fantasies. Your spoiled, entitled, rich kid would be shit if your dad did not leave you all that money. You lie, say you got a $1 million loan. Your dad had to float you money to keep you, you know, afloat. And um, you, you should have kept all of that property that you sold off to build your tower in Manhattan. Had you just kept your money safe in stocks that $250 or $300, $400 million real estate empire that you inherited or you took over. Um, if it just, just kept it in a fund, and you've heard this before, you would be worth more money than you are now. You say you're worth more than $10 billion, in excess of $10 billion. Um, you, you haven't even approached $10 billion. You, you sued Tim O'Brien, the journalist, because he wrote a book. He's an investigative journalist, and to the best of his ability, and he was right on the money, he just uh, estimated that you were worth more than $200, $300 million range that you weren't a billionaire, and you sued him, and you lost. Not only did you lose, because you did sue him, you had to go into court, and you had to, 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 to sit through a, a deposition where you had to tell the truth, where you could go to jail if you did not tell the truth. The, 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 the same thing that would happen to you if you ever allowed um, M Miller or anybody to ask you a question. You, you couldn't testify and your people couldn't testify. And, and, if, and if you thought that they had some testimony that could exonerate you or help you or support you, you would drive them to the place yourself and, 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 and watch as they, they just sung your praises and, and, and sang of your innocence. That's what you would do if you believed that you were not guilty and these folks could help you. Now, I understand how you built your following. The bedrock, the, the, the core of your movement is the neo-Nazi movement, white nationalists. They, they were the first one to jump on the Trump train. When you got up there and made the dumbest speech, that well, the dumbest speech that I had heard prior to that moment, I thought I was gonna sink your campaign. Wow, he just called Mexicans uh, rapists and illegal, and, and he had to assume they were somewhere good. He's going to build a wall. Like, wow, it's a stupid idea. Later on, like, how is he going to pay for it? Mexico, which he did, he gave it no thought at all. And it's the most imperialistic, just fashion, and stupid. And the Mexicans were like, hey, we ain't paying for your wall. Are you kidding me? And, uh, and, and somehow, you know, kind of like Charlie Eve had to find a way, oh, Mexico's paying for it. No, they're paying for it in other ways. It's just like, listen, dude, I will give you the money for that wall if you would just go away. Like, see, you can have your wall. It'd be, it's a dumb investment, but it's not that much money in relative to, to all the money that you're wasting every month with your stupid trade wars. Trade wars are not good, and they're not easy to win. That's the dumbest statement a president ever made. Trade wars are good and easy to Really? They are? Are trade wars good and easy to win? Really? Because the, the modern common economic consensus is that no one wins in the trade war. That, that's, that's what used to be said, and everybody, that's what was probably taught to you at Wharton. I don't know where you were 
that day and sitting out in the middle of the field. I don't, I don't know what, what you were doing. Um, but, but you didn't learn that at Wharton. And just because you went to a Ivy League school doesn't mean that you're smart. And the fact that you have to try to convince me that you're smart tells me a lot. You know, like Charlie, he, he has to, he, in his mind, he has to be the greatest fighter of all time. Now, anybody that can fight at all can beat Charlie. Anybody, man, if you couldn't fight and you had some heart, if you're just a, a big, tough door, a big, tough country, white boy, oh, and you just gave him, gave him heart. If you were a, a, a fast black dude that was talking shit and beating his ass, like, like, like happened when he sucker punched Floyd Mayweather Sr. Oh, if you're the heavyweight champion of the world, Deontay Wilder, with, with the hardest right hand in the history of boxing, the Molly Whopper conscious eliminator. That, 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 that's the Bali Whopper conscious eraser. That, that thing is, that thing is not, that's no joke. And Tyson Fury, I don't know how he came back from the shadow realms because Deontay sent him there. And I can't wait for that fight because Tyson won on points, but, but at the same time, it's, mm, but he did, he did send you there. I don't know, Tyson went to the, the realm where all the, 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 his ancestors and the great gypsy kings that went before him, he's talking to his great, great, great grandpa. He, his grandfather told him he couldn't know it in like this. You gotta get back and complete the greatest comeback of all time, be an inspiration to all the people that have dealt with mental health issues. You, you, can't, let it, you can't let it in like this. And somehow he found, he found his way back. He swam through those shadowy tides and, and while, and while Deontay is celebrating over here, thinking he clearly won the fight, like everybody in the, in the stadium. Um, he, he comes back, and you can see it at six. The count of six, he's back. I don't know how he got back, but he came back. By seven, he, he, he realized where he was. <laughs> by eight, my man's, his head is getting cleared. By nine, by nine, he, 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 he's, he's kind of in the process of getting up, and, and somewhere between like, Nine and ten, like nine point five, he was ready to go, and not only was he ready to go, the, the referee is just shocked, and just are you sure? He put his his hand, his gloves on the referee, and the referee just pushed him off. Like, what are you doing? But he was trying to to let no listen. You know, I'm ready to go. The referee's like run over here, and he's just running right here. His legs still strong, strong as hell. And he was just like he just got caught, you know. And, and the Gypsy Kings were just they were just clapping and smiling, and they were under the impression that he won the fight, and he knew he won the fight. Could he withstand the 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 the, the Deontay onslaught that he knew was coming? Deontay came. He was just I mean the twelfth round. He almost was. Oh, he was and 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 Tyson is tough like a tank. He has that pedigree and that heart, and that right there is, I think, is the greatest um, opponent of all time. But Deontay Wilder has the hardest punch. I think he punches harder than Tyson. I'm sorry. It, it's a different kind of thing. At least his right, his right hand, because it's a different. Yeah, it's a leverage, and he's big and strong. Wow! And you and you could see it coming, but you can't get out the way. And it's all oh, boom, and, and then oh gosh, and it, it hits you hard. That's who Charlie Zelenoff got into the ring with. And that's who Charlie Zelenoff to this day is telling everybody who will listen that he beat. He knocked out Deontay Wilder. Charlie talked about his kid, said he was going to tape her mouth shut. 
sent him back to slavery. You're black. Where did he go? They called him a black son. They was like, dude, what? Are you, are you kidding me? But that's Charlie Z. He has his psychological issues and uh, in his head, he has to be the greatest. And in your head, you have to be the greatest. But you're not the greatest. At least not intellectually. And, uh, and, and if you think Trump is smarter than you, that's the IA to each his own. But um, I, 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 forgive me if, if, if I don't think he's smarter than me. And I don't think he's running this country well. And I don't think the Democrats have a plan either. And they might lose to him. We cannot afford another four years of him, if nothing else, for my mental sanity. Um, so what can I do? Well, I can ask for your vote. Write my name. I'm gonna run. There, uh, uh, I'm gonna run as one of the candidates of the unofficial right-hand party. And uh, I'm not gonna try to get my name on on all the ballots. It's too much work. Just I just need to get on that debate stage, you know. So that's 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 my goal. So anyway, I hope that you enjoyed uh, this first episode of the woke and uh, I hope you are ready to wake because we need to wake up America we owe the world and we owe the future more than this Shalom my 